Welcome to the Gone Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Howell. And I'm your host, Angie Rogers-Howell. What is the Gone Boss Podcast? Well, it's a weekly podcast featuring awesome people in our community. We'll interview them, find out what makes them tick, the cool things they're doing to make our community a great place to live and work, and how they've gone boss. This week, we're brought to you by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy. Learn more at SchaeferLeadership.com. If you have a comment about the show or something you want to share with us, call or text 765-233-2640. That's 765-233-2640. We might just use it on the show. Who do we have on the show today? Today, we have Sharice Anderson, Dean of the School of Nursing at Ivy Tech Muncie. We're supported today by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy. Learn more at SchaeferLeadership.com. What do they have coming up? A two-part virtual workshop. Another two-parter. Another two-parter. This one is going to be on June 8th and June 9th, Tuesday and Wednesday. Man, that's coming up right around the corner. Right around the corner. What's it called? It is called Allied Combating Workplace Toxicity. Allied. Yes. Kind of like a, a World War Two. Yes, thing. or being an ally, a, a friend to someone. Oh, I'm thinking more of the, the war dogs thing, you know? Okay, you that's where you... We're going to battle toxicity... In the workplace. In the workplace. Yes. Toxic habits and behaviors can be found in many workplaces. These can eat away at morale and create mistrust, dissatisfaction, and disengagement at all levels of the organization. How do we fight back against toxic workplace roles without creating more toxicity and friction in the workplace? This workshop will focus on real-life strategies for addressing toxic behaviors in a way that builds relationships, encourages structural and cultural change, and addresses the root causes of the behavior. Now, who's putting this on? It is presented by Rebecca Parker and Amy Logan. What? Yes. The bold edit? The bold edit, and also Rebecca is at Ontario Systems, and Amy Logan works at Ball State Career Center. That ought to be quite the presentation. That will be quite a presentation. And both of these ladies are former guests of the Gone Boss Podcast. Register today at SchaeferLeadership.com. Today in the studio, we have Sharice Anderson, Dean of the School of Nursing at Ivy Tech. Welcome! Hi, how are you doing? Doing all right. Wonderful. Tell me about the School of Nursing out there. Well, the School of Nursing uh, at Ivy Tech is an ASN program or an Associate Science Nursing program. Um, We have about 150 students at one time. I work with a wonderful staff. We are actually in the middle of a curriculum change, although COVID came around and kind of messed things up. Oh, yeah. uh, Our students, I will say, were adaptable, flexible, as well as the faculty. And I just think that our nursing program at Ivy Tech uh, feeds our community and we are our culture, we're looking to put out top-notch nurses so that when people say, oh, what school did you come from? They know Ivy Tech and that Ivy Tech's reputation um, is to put out fine nurses. So how do you do that? How do I do that? Oh, um, well, first of all, having good faculty. Faculty is key. See, I'm the dean, but it's the faculty that actually 
are with the students and do the work. And so what we do is we've built a team so that we can support the students the best way we can. And it's just not nursing. It's all of Ivy Tech here in Muncie. We have support systems in place like Ivy Cares. We have mentoring. We ha- And Ivy Cares, let me explain that. Ivy Cares is where the students can get food, they can get financial support, mentoring. We have our disability services for nurses that come in and may have uh, something, uh, issue with their body or medical condition or something like that so they can still fulfill their dreams. We have just our faculty support, our advising that helps the students through and become successful through mentoring there, helping them if they're having troubles in classes. So we just, we just, do a wraparound service with our students to help make them success successful because their success is our success. So, so how has COVID shifted the way the nursing program works? And I bet a Ooh, lot, right? <laughs> okay. So first of all, I became dean just as soon as COVID hit. Oh, great. So like my first year was all COVID. But I, again, our faculty were resilient. We had to go virtual even for clinical. Oh, wow. So... How did that work? Well, we used simulation. We Our students got creative with their skills. So, for example, I'm going to give you a skill. So if someone is doing a Foley catheter, and that is to put a Foley in um, urethral part of the body, they would get a can to do it or a hot dog <laughs> to do it. And so they had to get really creative with their skills. They had to get creative with um, learning uh, how to take care of a patient without having a patient in front of them. So we did a whole lot of simulation and we did um, post-conferencing to try to find gaps in their understanding. But I will tell you, they were happy to get back and we were happy to get them back because even though simulation is good, a lot of our students struggle with being in front of people. Yeah. And dealing with people. And so when they are apart from them, it's like, okay, I'm dealing with a doll or I'm dealing with this computer simulation. Mm -hmm. It's not the same Mm -hmm. as being in front of a patient. So we really encourage our students, which a lot of them are CNAs, and they still had to work during COVID but couldn't go to clinical. (laughs) (laughs) They still had to work during COVID. We encourage them so that they can get rid of that fear and really focus on their skills. And so that I mean, we did virtual everything. And I just, like I said, our faculty did an amazing job. Turned all of our exams into, oh, what is that? Computer exams. Something they had never done. Oh, okay. And so they were like, how do we do this? Lots of technical. How do we do this? How do we do that? But it made us the better for it because now we don't have to do paper testing anymore. We are skilled at simulation, uh, virtual simulation. We can bring that virtual simulation to our um, live simulation. So, I mean, it really has helped us positively to, even though COVID is, wasn't quite a positive thing, we have tried to see what has come out of it that can help us change and become a better nursing program. So are you a Munsonian or have you come from someplace else here? <laughs> I'm from San Francisco, California. Really? Oh, okay. Yes. And I've been here or well, we've been here for 13 years, my family and I. It's been an interesting 13 years. Um, we moved here on a spiritual journey and um, I that, don't know how much longer that spiritual journey is. but <laughs> <laughs> Now explain to me a, a spiritual journey like How'd you get here? Well, we came actually for a church. Okay. Um, and we stayed at that church for three years. 
And when we knew our time was up, we just didn't go to church anymore. And we've been on a spiritual journey since then. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. So, and just I, finding out who we are, yeah. discovering God in us and breaking the limitations of some of the things we were taught that would not allow us to se- accept other people. Mm-hmm. So that's our spiritual journey, getting to know ourselves and not becoming tolerant, but accepting truly everyone. So Awesome. I have been on spiritual journeys as well. <laughs> um, longtime podcast listeners will know that I, in a former life, mm-hmm. before Matt, I was a preacher's wife. And um, I moved to Texas and California oh, wow. for churches and sight unseen and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I get that. And mm-hmm. then I moved back here because this is home and where I'm from. Mm-hmm. So um, and then continued my spiritual journey here. So, oh, yeah. And now yeah. I'm the boss lady. So. <laughs> it's a good I mean, it is it has been amazing to have this spiritual journey here. Um, we had like for one thing, we lost our house before we left California because we we're trying to sell it, sell it in the time where the market was really bad and they mm-hmm. had them subprime loans. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And so when I think about some of the things that we left behind and I think about my spiritual journey, I go, you know, I would do it all over again just to be where I am right now. Just all over again. And matter of fact, I was a minister. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and actually I'm a reverend right now with the Universal Church. But I don't use the title. Me too. Oh <laughs> yeah, yes. You guys can officiate. I know. I got I it know. so I can officiate weddings and stuff. I and know. then I haven't done anything with you it. You know, we, call, we say officiate weddings, um, christenings, and life celebrations. Oh, that's that's how we do it. Awesome. I love it. I love that. That's great. <laughs> so give me some of your background. Where did you go to school at and all that good stuff? Okay. So I, I guess I can start with high school. So I graduated from Balboa in San Francisco, California, went to the University of San Francisco. I tell the story of uh, wanting to be a nurse forever. So I was uh, my first name was given to me by a nurse. My middle name uh, from a nurse is a nurse's middle name. My godmother was a nurse. My mother went to nursing school, didn't finish because <laughs> she had 12 kids. And my aunt was a CNA. So nursing has been in my blood. And I remember coming out of St. Ignatius when I was done and saying, I want to teach. I want to get my master's and I'm going to teach. So I ended up going to the University of Phoenix, getting my MBA, my MSN, and my certificate in healthcare. So my master's in business and administration, master's in science and nursing and healthcare. I finished that while I was here in Muncie. I started uh, working for Ivy Tech in mm. 2009 as an adjunct, became full-time in 2013. Just been there ever since. So tell us about your family. Well, I mean, I see, spoiler alert for people who can't see us in the studio, your husband's here with yes. us. Hello. <laughs> yeah, this is my best friend here, my husband, uh, John Anderson. We had, we met in 2004, I better get it right. Uh, we got married in 2005 we've been married it'll be 16 years this year that we've been married we have four children Uh, Myron Howard he's a police officer in Anderson and actually was the first black police officer in Yorktown okay and so um, he graduated from Wabash now he's a police officer my daughter Adrena graduated from Purdue and she is actually writing novels she's like she works at Walmart but she's writing her novel she wants to be a writer she refused to put that down and I'm happy for her because she's gonna have it um we have a six-year-old okay. Tariq <laughs> he um they uh, he's in the high abilities program at EWA if you're interested check that program out um we have our daughter Amaris who is also in the high abilities program and uh, uh she? he, she's nine 
Okay. She's okay. not. Right. And she is at um, in the fourth grade at EWA. Okay. So we I, we like having fun. We're laid back. Right now we're working on fixing our front yard, doing some planting. We like to go to a place called Adrenaline where they have the climbing, the jumping, the trampolines. We like bowling, family night, watching movies. So uh, we're just pretty laid back and just like to be balanced. Okay. Yeah. So you've got them from the bigs to the littles. Oh, gosh, yes. So, <laughs> there's, so a, there's a 13-year gap. <laughs> yeah, Matt's I got, don't want to tell you about my gap. So. Oh, my goodness. He's got a 27, 22, 17, and then a 7. Oh, wow. Oh, wow, yeah. It so happens. It, ha- it, it is what it is. But you know what? It keeps you young and moving. It Exactly. Keeps you young. That's I'll, right. I'll, I'll go with you that. Go with, with my gray hair. I'll go with that. <laughs> I do like the fact that in our school, like uh-huh. there's all of his friends from high school have mm-hmm. also had kids later in life. Yeah. So it's oh. like everybody's got everybody has the old parents. It's great. <laughs> and we don't volunteer for anything. Yeah, we let the younger let the ones young do kids, that. Like, you, you tell me when to bring in plates. I'll that, be fine. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so what kind of professional organizations are you a part of? I'm just going to say I'm with the NLN, NLN CNA through Ivy Tech, but just outside of that, I work-life balance. I'm choosing to be a professional and a mother. And because of that, my kids are my professional organization. <laughs> hey, that makes sense. You can't, uh, people, you can't have, you can't do it all. No. And you got to prioritize no. what's important at That's what right. given stage of life. But even though I'm not with any outside professional organizations, I still participate a great deal at Ivy Tech, where I'm with the NEC, our National Executive Council, which is our Dean Council. I have been on the Mid-Cycle Report for CNA, where we are writing our self-study or midway self-study, service learning projects to volunteer in the community. So I find a way to make myself relevant. Um, I have participated in our PDI, Professional Development Institution, at Ivy Tech, doing being a speaker there. I have participated in our diversity summit as a speaker there as well. So I try to find what I can do for my community, for my own professional growth, and for the profession I'm in. So, But my kids, I mean, they, they need to know they have a mom. Yeah, that is true. That's good. And you can do both. What's something you had wished you'd known when you first started out? That looking at someone else in the same position I am in does not necessarily mean I have to be that same way. I would not go for leadership for a long time just because of what I saw. Like, oh, my God, I have kids. Oh, my God, I can't do this because you guys look crazy. You know, but then my husband, he said, you're you. You go in there and you be yourself and you bring your flavor and the way you deal with things to the position. And so that's what I wish I would learn because I think I wasted a lot of time because they asked me before, could I be a department, I mean, a program chair or something like that? And I was like, no way, I see y'all, you know. <laughs> and so when we were going through a change in the, uh, in the company structure, mm-hmm. I applied for the dean. I didn't get it. <laughs> but it was because of him and his John's encouragement that he said, you can do this, make it your own. And so I did, and I got denied three times, 
but no, two times, but the fourth time I did get it. And he's right. I've been able to make it my own. I've been able to not be crazy and still keep work-life balance. And I, I, I'm only able to do that because of the support of our chancellor, vice chancellor. I mean, I have a really good team that I work with that wants me to be successful, express that they want me to be successful and give me the tools that I need to be successful. So that's what I wish I'd have learned that I, instead of looking at other people and saying, I can't do that because they look crazy and it just looks like a hard job, that you can make it your own. I think another thing that you said that's very important is persistence. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <Four> times. <laughs> She's not giving up. No. And that's, that's great. great. I love that. <laughs> so tell me that's something on your bucket list. Oh, God. Okay. So I do want to go to Ireland. Okay. Um, now, why Ireland? I, you know, I met a young lady when I was in college from Ireland, and all I felt connected to Ireland. Don't know why I felt connected to her, and eventually I did a twenty three and Me and found out that I have Irish oh. in my blood. <laughs> I'm from part Ireland, or some part of my family is from Ireland, and so I just never understood it, and it was interesting to see that in my DNA makeup. Um, and it's just so beautiful, just the pictures that I've oh, seen. Yeah. And I just feel like I need to go touch my feet there. And I don't know if anything magical is going to happen, but <laughs> I just feel like there's something there that once I step down, I'll understand why I needed to go to Ireland. What else is on my bucket list? To write a book okay. or four or five. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or five. Um, I want to start uh, my energy work practice. Okay. Um, which is basically, if you know any, if you know Reiki, mm-hmm. it's something similar to that. Um, and yoga instructor. Okay. Oh, that is, yeah, that's something that's going to You got I'm some plans. Do. That's oh, great. Yeah. Oh, now, yeah. Now, tell me about the plans for the book. You you got uh, got an idea in mind? Is it? Well, uh... I keep having these dreams. Okay. And I've, I've, I would tell my daughter my dreams, uh, and I would say, can you help me write these books? But I've had several dreams of, it seemed like movies in my head while I'm dreaming, and I'll give her the plot, and I'll tell her, uh, we'll come up with a title, and she's going to help me write them. But I have I, there's a book that I really want to write called Not a Guide to Be in Yourself because I don't like all these steps. You know, you got to do this first. You got to do that. How about just go with the flow of your body and where the journey's taking you so that you can discover who you are? Now, I'm not saying you don't have to use steps, but I'm just talking about my journey where steps never worked for me. They were frustrating. They were I pull my hair out. And these are for taskless persons. It was on a task list. She, she's a task I, list. I am a task list. So the ta- so she writes things down just to mark them off. I do. That's, that's how bad it is. Sometimes I write things down that I've already done so I can so I can scratch them off. So it's, for ta- it's kind of like for task list people yeah. to move away from that and just flow. Oh, okay. So that's a, not a guide to being yourself. That's I probably need to read that book and just learn so, to go with the flow yeah, a little just bit go more. With the flow. My go whole with the family flow. would say I do need to do that. Be nice. (laughs) Husband, you're so funny. You must be the one that goes with the flow. A little little more than me. So that's, but that's the balance there. So that's beautiful. Yeah. What does success mean to you? Success means to me is being yourself, finding your 
true self, your highest self, because I can get all the degrees I want. And I've seen people with degrees. I've seen people with doctorates and they don't know themselves. They don't love humanity. They don't treat humanity right. So success to me is being able to know yourself, who you are, and allowing yourself to become your best self so you can influence others by loving them, by allowing them to be themselves, by accepting them. So that's success to me, is when I love myself, when I see myself in other people, then it allows me to love them, accept them, and let them be free too. I'm not saying I'm not proud of my degrees, but they don't make me. You know, it's, it's, it's whatever success is, it's the individual, you know, and I refuse to have my success in things because those always can be snatched and taken away, but nobody can take my worth away. So how do you relax after a hard day of work? Well, I go home and I relax on the couch after getting my kids ready for bed and I sit and I watch animation Things like Inuyasha, I just finished an anime called Yasuki, which was the first black samurai in um, Japan, or maybe the only one. But but I just like that when I watch them, because it, it comes from an Eastern type of view, I've been able to get a lot of spiritual things out of them. And so because... I do that, it just kind of relaxes and calms me, and it gives me a different perspective of life. So that's kind of how I relax. That's cool. So have you seen uh, Ghost in the Machine and some of those? Yes, Ghost in the Shell. Ghost in the Shell, that's it. (laughs) Yes, I've seen Ghost in the Shell. I have not, so... I don't even know what any of that stuff is. But Ghost in the okay. Machine, I think it's an album by some, I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure it's some heavy metal It's Ghost in the band. Shell. And okay. they, made a, they made the real movie yes. out of the anime. Okay. Yeah. And they did a pretty good job, I must say. Because sometimes animes don't translate. That's true. <laughs> well, that is true. Yeah. And now it's time for the lightning round. Quick questions and quick answers. The number one question, what's your favorite band or artist? I don't have one. What? No. Do you have a genre? Do you have a, uh, a person? I, I am just like a music connoisseur. I just love everything from Japanese music to K-pop to country music. And it's just whatever moves me. And so I, t- I tell my husband, I said, oh, I'm listening to this song and I could just, I don't know what they're saying, but I could just feel it moving all over me. And it's just, it's just been so interesting that I'm connected to music that way. So I, I mean, there are songs that I like, you know, that I will play over and over and over again, but I just love music, period. And I don't like music that's not good. (laughs) (laughs) So bad music, no. Bad music, no. But it it, it just, oh, I could tell you, believe it or not, I don't like a lot of rap, okay? That's one genre. I don't like a lot of rap, but I do like Tupac. Okay. That's there the man. Go. Well, you can't go wrong. There you Tupac. go. Okay, he came up. <laughs> I do like Tupac. If I were to pick an artist, it would be Tupac. Okay. okay. Now, he's the man. All right, there you go. Are you an early bird or a night owl? Night owl. Okay. You my seem poor like husband. A night owl. <laughs> my poor husband. I worked from 19, what was my daughter for, born? 98 to 2007 on nights. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. So my body's still... <laughs> You're just kind of used to it. Yes, yeah. I'm used to it, so I can stay up. Maybe not like I used to, but I can stay up. Oh, you're um, watching those movies every I night. am. Oh, I would tinker <laughs> with my computer. I would fix my computer night after night or when it gets broke. It was just something to do, but... 
What's your favorite book? The AI Who Loved Me. Okay. I thought it was interesting. Well, it's a book about, uh, in the future, I guess, they are able to make humanoids that think like people and look like people and they have real skin, you know, but their bones are just, uh, I guess, metal. metal or, or, yeah. yeah. And so I, they had met in, before and the government tried to kill them. And so they wiped her memory and they met again. And so in that meeting, they went through all this rigmarole of getting to know each other again and all that stuff. And then she discovered that they had brainwashed her, kept her in this place for six months. And in a, in a, in a way, he came and saved her and helped her get her memory back. But before that, they fell back in love. So she fell in love with AI. Oh. But I just thought it was a different take on things. And it was uh, nicely done. And I liked the detail. And it was clean. <laughs> It was it was it was clean cut because I don't like long books. You got right to the point and it was done. So awesome. that's my favorite book, the AI Who Love Me. Perfect. Have you ever met anyone famous? I did. Danny Glover. Huh. Really? Yes. Nice. For a moment in the elevator at Kaiser, I just looked back at him and said, Hey, how you doing? He goes, Hi. And then I got off the elevator. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. That's awesome. That was though. It. I love that. What's your guilty pleasure? I don't have a guilty pleasure because pleasure to me is not guilty. If I want the cake, I would get the cake with no guilt. If I want a pair of shoes or to shop at Amazon, which I need to go on to Amazon fast, <laughs> I'm going to get it because life is short. And, and, and actually, I won't say it that way. Life is life and it's my life to live. And I will not let guilt or any negativity come and take up my time. So I'm going to enjoy what I enjoy. What's your favorite movie? Oh, uh, you know, Anna and the King keeps coming in my head when I when I thought about that. Anna and the King. And I'm not sure, I'm not exactly sure why it was my favorite, but I've watched it over and over and over again. But it just, I just like the way I'm assuming it was made and that it was a love story between two different people from two different worlds. And unlike American romanticism, she had to go home. Okay. <laughs> you know, she had they they couldn't be together, you know, because it's so predictable in our movies where they get together, he goes to the airport, catches her, and I'm here with you. But they had to actually leave each other. And I think that it displayed a love that is not is rarely seen, mm -hmm. you know. So that nice. was my favorite movie. Awesome. What's your hidden talent? <laughs> I think I can see. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. No. <laughs> Everybody else thinks that too? Or? No. <laughs> I think I'll be rocking indoor karaoke. <laughs> no. Um, I, I think that I, when I sit down to write, I can write different poetry and different things. I don't practice it much, but when I do, it comes out pretty solid. Good. So I think I can write poetry. All right. Now, do you sing in the shower? I do. <laughs> <laughs> How about the I, car? I do. Well, I figured, yes, I figured that was the answer. <laughs> yep, I do. All right. Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Trek. All right. Ah, academic. Right. See? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> What's your most used emoji on your phone? The the crying emoji. Mm -hmm. So the laughing the emoji. The laughing cry. Oh, yeah. Laugh until you cry. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Very I, popular I, here. I, I like it. to Recently. laugh until I cry. <laughs> Yeah, that one's gaining some traction. I think that's the winner. That, that, that must be something to do with uh, coming out of COVID. Oh, right? yeah. Laugh until they're, they're crying. crying. <laughs> or maybe during COVID, you got to laugh till you cry. That's right. That's right. <laughs>
Well, thank you so much for being our guest today. Really appreciate you coming in. Oh, thank you for having me. No problem. Thanks for stopping by the farmhouse. Bye. Bye-bye. So this past week was your birthday week. Birthday week. It started on what? Tuesday when we posted a photo of you and the cake at Nana's with your birthday. With my birthday numbers and candles on it and everything. Yes. Which was, I got lots of happy birthdays then. That was not actually my birthday. No, your birthday was actually Saturday, May 22nd. Yep. Where everything in Muncie was happening, I think. Everything and in Muncie? Over East everything Central in Indy was happening? There were there was stuff we happening. We had the Farmland Fair. We had a car show downtown Muncie. We had, oh, well, the race. The race is going on down in Indianapolis. Oh, well, yeah. We also had, uh, uh, there was a car auction we saw. There was a car auction going on. I think I also saw that, like, the... The gymnastics championships or worlds or something was going on in downtown Indy where Simone Biles like landed some crazy thing that's never been done in women in competition before or something. So it was a happening, happening time. Yes. So we were down in Indy and uh, we were celebrating your birthday, of course. I took you out to dinner. Yes, Matt planned everything because I tend to be... Well, we both plan things, but I like to be the one who... Not well enough in advance, though, because I wanted to go to St. Elmo's Steakhouse. Yes. And then when that was full, I thought, oh, we'll just go down the road to Ruth Chris. No. They were were booked booked up, up too. too. We did get reservations at the place that we had our anniversary anniversary dinner, and that was Tony's of Indianapolis. Yes, which apparently they also have a Tony's in Cincinnati and... Somewhere else. I know they've Now, the, the reason she knows this is there was a gentleman <laughs> walking around and acting he was like in he this. Acting like he owned the joint, right? Acting like he owned the joint. He was in this uh, silver suit. I mean, he was dressed to the nines. And we were like, he was, I wonder if he's somebody. Yeah, he, and he was I walking, bet that's Tony. Yeah, he was walking around greeting all the tables. Hey, how's your meal? And all that. Like, I wonder if that's Tony. And I'm like, well, there's one way to find out. Well, no, so I Google no. him. At first, you were like, no, that's not Tony. He wouldn't be walking around here. Well, then I Googled it, and it was Tony. It sure was. <laughs> so the so guy who they, owned the place was walking around his restaurants. They say he's uh, very engaged in right, his He really likes to walk around. He really likes to engage with the customers. And I'm like, all right, great. I am now making it my mission to be greeted by Tony and to tell him that my meal was great because it was delicious. It was also, delicious. Also, it might be that I've been on a healthy eating kick lately, and this was not on the plan, and it was so good. <laughs> It was very salty and buttery and oh, yummy. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. It and they gave you a dessert at the end. Yes. Chocolate mousse in like a little chocolate cup. And it was delicious, too. It was. It was. But. So, I'm like, we're going to talk to Tony. Yeah. Tony goes around this restaurant. Every table almost. Every table. And I'm like, okay, well, I bet he's waiting until like we get our entrees served. Because like, how's your salad tasting? Oh, it's great. It's like every other salad you probably ever ate. But like, I figured he's waiting until he come, we get our steaks. And so our steaks come. He goes to the people behind us. He goes to the people on the other he side took of the us. the guy that was behind us, took him to the wine cellar. Yeah, I think. showed him the wine cellar and stuff. And <laughs> I'm like, what is going on? So guess how many times he came to our table? How many times? Zero. That's right. I we... got dissed by tony on now, my birthday now we had an assistant manager come up i think or yes, the did. manager the you know the actual dude that always comes at the end of the meal how were your steaks all that kind of right. stuff and he, he was great he checked on us so and our server was great everything was great i was just like you were I, slighted I, by I tony slighted by tony and it was funny because you even took a picture of me yeah. at the bar while we were waiting for our table to open up and stuff and tagged like uh tony like 
Tony's of at Indianapolis. Tony's of Indianapolis, yeah. and they their social media team was on it because they were like, "Happy birthday, Angie! We hope you have a great great time here, or whatever." So that was great. Yeah, they even uh, commented on my Instagram post. The whole deal. Yeah, but then I got I got but, slided by Tony. But you got slided by Tony. The owner did not come over and I say know. hello. To the owner of Farmhouse Creative. Exactly. Doesn't oh, he, my gosh. Doesn't he know who I am? No, of course he doesn't know who I am. I'm small potatoes. It's fine. It is not a big deal. It was right, but I had but a, she made it I a made big it deal. A, a, I'm telling you, I had to hear about it all the walk, all the way back down to where we were staying. Yes, I know. I, of course I have to make it a big deal. Have you met me? Do you know me at all? Of course it's a big deal. But the dinner was delicious i definitely go back yes Love it was Tony. great and everybody was covid protocols and all that was fabulous and it was just it was lovely it was actually nice to get out and like see people and faces and things and stuff yeah happy birthday thanks and now it's over for another year Thanks for joining us for this episode of Gone Boss. Be sure to check us out at goneboss.com or hashtag goneboss. We're on Instagram at goneboss2k or find us on Facebook just by searching Gone Boss. If you have a comment about the show or something you want to share with us, call or text 765-233-2640. That's 765-233-2640. We might just use it on the show. If you like what you heard today, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you find your podcasts. Today's episode was brought to you by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy. Check them out at SchaeferLeadership.com. Have a great rest of your day, and don't forget to tune in next week and find out who has gone, gone boss. boss.